0: GovLove is supported by CClickFix, a tool for local governments that turns citizen complaints into productive workflow. To find out more, visit their site at gov.cclickfix.com. Sign up for a demo today, and if you enter in the keyword govlove, you'll receive a promotional discount. Talking to you from CClickFix, this is GovLove, a show about local government.
1: Hey guys, how's it going?
0: I'm Caroline. And that guy you heard up top is Kent Wyatt. Kent is definitely one of those types of guys that inspired us to make this show. He's the co-founder of Emerging Local Government Leaders, a huge network of over 5,000 local government folks. And with Kent leading the charge, they're doing some pretty innovative stuff. All right, so we're really excited to have Kent Wyatt on the line now with us as our guest on our first episode. So, yeah, let's dive right in. Kent, you could start by telling us a little bit about ELGL and your role within it.
1: Sure. We started four years ago, and kind of the background behind it, I moved from Richmond, Virginia to Portland, Oregon uh, about seven years ago for my uh, wife's job. She got a job at the city of Westland, Oregon, which is a suburb of Portland, and I was unemployed, so I was... It was January in Portland, which there can't be more depressing time uh, in the world than that. And I was without a job, without family or friends, and trying to make a network and trying to find a, a job. And it was just incredibly difficult, even with experience and an MPA degree, to break in. To the market and realizing that there was a disconnect in terms of, you know, I would do these informational interviews, some would be more beneficial than others, but it seemed to be that there wasn't the sharing that was going on between governments, that there should be and sharing information and sharing resources about jobs and projects that you're working on. So we started uh, ELGL so a couple years after that, kind of um, motivated to connect government, the local government in particular, 95% of what we do, uh, as you guys know. Local government is open to the public, so why aren't we sharing it between each other? Why is it difficult for me to call the city next door and not get a response on a report or something they're working on? Come to realize that you know, if you have a name or a face over there, things tend to move a little bit quicker and makes my work easier, makes their work easier, and building those connections. So, we started solely with 16 people, most of them motivated to be city managers. What we found interestingly enough was that there's a greater field out there that dedicated to local government and making those connections, but not necessarily interested in becoming a a city manager. So we opened up to every arena in every area in local government, public, private sector, and then including uh, MPA schools and, and undergraduate students. So it's morphed pretty quickly in that four years to 750 members from 30 different states. Uh, we now have partnerships with ICMA, Strategic Government Resources, Springbrook, a lot of folks who work in the government arena, which we're all about having people tell us what's out there, informing, educating our members. Uh, we don't need a sales pitch, but we do want to know you know the latest thing that's out there when we're, when we're doing something in our job when that might help. So it's really, it started off, strictly as kind of a um, let's meet once a month we'll talk about what's going on and then really develop through social media and our website just up to about 30,000 views a month and I would say we're at a interesting time in terms of figuring out where to head next and how to grow but also kind of remain personal to to our members and, and keeping in touch with what they want.
0: So you know I feel like there are two really hard things to do in this world. One identify a problem, and then two, once you've identified the problem, actually do something about it. You can't have identified a problem, so then what motivated you to actually do something to solve it? Why did you create this network? Because you didn't have
1: to yeah that's a great question my five-year-old and three-year-old often asked me that when we're working at stuff real stuff related at home and i think it's, it's a motivation i grew up in a local government family my dad was a city manager and i witnessed him working 70 80 hours a week missing certain events and to me that was a kind of a turnoff in local government if, if i have to work that hard and have that lack of balance is it worth it so i think the effort that we have stems from a, a desire to make our jobs easier simply by working with each other. And that may be the city next door. It may be Seekly Fix. It may be the local MPA school. But having those resources available to us and knowing the people there, that's not only making our job easier, but more importantly, it's it's making for better government services for citizens.
0: And building off that, could you talk a little bit about the current initiative ELGL is working on with the Technology Association with Oregon?
1: Yeah, so that's we actually have a meeting today about that with the with the folks from the Technology Association of Oregon and their idea is to create a brigade type that would local software developers would volu- would volunteer hours with cities and counties they would do a lot of the pairing up and you know the developer side and we've been surveying our members uh, for the last couple of mo- couple of weeks excuse me on what they want to see or what they would be interested in working on or in having developers work on and it's been pretty clear that help is needed in local government, or especially our small to medium-sized cities are overwhelmed by their daily work. And to think about having to implement a performance dashboard or making their data more open just isn't realistic right now at that standpoint. But they are really open to hearing or having people come in and help them make it a little bit easier. So we're identifying some kind of key themes of what local governments want uh, you know, If they had a Christmas list, what would be on it in terms of what developers could help them with? Um, and as I mentioned, performance dashboards are a big one. Open data, websites, you, you've probably seen plenty of city government websites. From my standpoint, most of them are pretty abysmal and tough to look at and not very interesting and engaging. To me, it's refreshing that these practitioners have acknowledged this, you know, the ones that we were surveying, and they want help. How do we make it more engaging? How do we make it more attractive? So that's been a, that was another piece of feedback that we got. Along with apps, and actually, ClickFix came up a couple of times in, the, in a few of the responses. Cities want to be able to allow their citizens to immediately let them know when there's a problem, potholes, sidewalks, whatever the issue is. But most of us don't have, you know, we struggle to keep up our website to be able to create something more than that. Is a struggle. So there's a demand for that in the local government community, which is great that you guys are addressing some of that some of that already. So those are the main kind of three or four things that we've we've heard from people in local government and what they want help with. Uh, the next stage will be matching developers with local governments and having them basically volunteer hours and figuring out how they can crack these these problems, which you know honestly, from the developer side, may seem pretty easy Uh, from people who have grown up in public administration and went to MPA school is a completely foreign language on how we would create an app for our city. So I think it's it's really exciting and it has a lot of potential to move outside of Oregon too. So it's um, a big, big initiative for us entering uh, 2015.
0: GovLove is supported by C ClickFix. With over 220 clients, C ClickFix is the largest citizen engagement network in the country. To find out more, visit their site at gov.cclickfix.com. Sign up for a demo, and remember if you enter in the keyword GovLove, you'll receive a promotional discount. Welcome back, we're still here with Kent Wyatt of ELGL. Kent, one thing that I find pretty remarkable about ELGL is how it feels like a real ear to the ground of what's going on in local government. Y'all essentially listen well, especially with surveys. So my question for you is, how do you do it? How do you compel really busy folks to design and then take these informative surveys?
1: Yeah, I think that's an uh, an excellent question because it leads into what we're about. I heard one of our members compare us to kind of an open data organization. We're a flat organization. We don't have hierarchy. Um, You choose to be an ELGL. It's not an expensive membership, but most cities, you know, you're not automatically getting your membership paid for. Uh, We have no paid staff. We're strictly volunteers. So because of that, our members who are members want to do something. They're not here just to put it on their resume. So we have a, um, you know, we have a listserv of all of our members and then a listserv of 4,100 interested parties. So folks that we've dealt with through our innovation series, through forums, our conference. So we send it out through that through there, uh, but we also rely on our members who are you know involved in, in other associations, whether that's the municipal recorders, planners, to get it out to their networks. And we're... What I've come to notice is that people people just want to be asked for their opinion. So often, and I think this is a bit of a generational thing, people in their early career, mid-career, aren't asked what they think about something. That's looked at as an upper management decision. And to ask our members this, we get plenty of feedback in these surveys, sometimes you know, more than you can handle, um, simply by asking them, making it a short, concise survey, and then the follow-through, too, not just asking them, but doing something about it, uh, which in this case, it would be working with the Technology Association, In another recent one we did on jobs and careers, creating a mobile app, which we're in the process of doing. So that follow-through is just as important as actually creating the survey or idea.
0: Definitely. And going back to the Technology Association program, what do you see is the largest bulwark in the way of lifting that program off the ground?
1: I think it's buy-in from management. I don't sense that every organization is receptive to having a dashboard where you can get real-time financial information from your city. Uh, why that is, is—that's uh, probably varies, uh, and I'm not going to speculate on that, but technology is scary for people, not for, for you guys because you're around it every day, not for folks who deal with it, but look around and see how few cities have Twitter and Facebook presence, uh, look around and see what some of these websites look like. There's a thought that you know, we shouldn't put much time into the technology and whether it's our website or developing apps or open data that this is going to go away. And that's why I find it so exciting, kind of a wave that's coming to local government. Because this isn't going away. This is only getting stronger. What you're going to see in the next five to ten years, the changes taking place, and the acceptance of these new ideas and use of software and technology, I think is going to blow people's mind. And I think it's, frankly, I think it's what the citizens want. You go to a business shop or something, it's engaging, it helps you pick through what you want. I've been a very few city websites that would do that for me, and there's very few, clearly there's some leaders now that have stepped out. Uh, We've heard from San Francisco, we're going to hear from Philadelphia this week with some of these innovation offices um, and urban mechanics, which is super cool, but the majority of us are in medium to small size cities, so how do we make that resonate here? And I think that's what we're, we're creating, that opportunity.
0: So, Kent, we're drawing to the end of the episode here. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Any last words you'd like to say to folks out there?
1: No, I, I, I would say one, Elgl is for everybody in local government. It's not for people in their 30s, for people in any step of your career, whether you're an undergraduate at Indiana University, which one of our new columnists is writing about what he calls the foreignness of local government to undergraduate students. If you haven't read it, I would recommend it. He to me is spot on on why we're not connecting the future workforce. But we also have, you know, people well established in their career who are columnists for us. So you know whoever is listening to this, wherever whatever step you're at in your career, and whether that's volunteering with ELGL, ICMA, Planning Association, volunteering for an organization is the biggest impact that you can have. Uh, it shows a dedication to your profession. It shows that you're open to learning more. A career tip that we give people when they come to talk to us about finding a job is, is volunteer. Volunteer for your school school board committees. Volunteer for your budget committee. Unfortunately, most people don't want to be on this committee, so there's plenty of openings, plenty of opportunities. So if you want more finance experience, the budget committee is, is the perfect thing for you. So that's that's kind of where we stand as an organization. We're always open to... Uh, folks coming in and, and sharing their experience, whether it's through writing or through a webinar, because our members are really anxious and eager to hear, especially the hot trends and what's out there and, and how they can incorporate that into their or to their organization. And, and we come of ClickFix has been a very uh, trendy name in ELGL circles, especially since our webinar. Um, so it's great to see that folks are already, there's organizations out there like you guys that are meeting the demands and what, what cities want. And I think, that's the, I think it's the start of something that's going to be a great turnaround in terms of how local government is viewed in their use of technology.
0: We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Kent for being with us today. Check out more about emerging local government leaders at elgl.org. GovLove is Ryan Mannion, Ben Berkowitz, Cam Lassiter, Jeff Mooney, Tucker Severson, and me, Caroline Smith. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. GovLove is supported by c a tool for local governments that turns citizen complaints into productive workflow. To find out more, visit their site at gov.cclickfix.com.